My name is Merrill Dubro, President and CEO of Mark Research and the Chair-Elect of the MS Marketing Research Program at Michigan State. I'm really excited to be part of Spartan Insights. Spartan Insights is a series of podcasts that I'll be hosting and interviewing one of the 350 alumni from the Michigan State Marketing Research Program. Today's guest on Spartan Insights is Michael Kloss, Associate Brand Manager, Chess Wall at Stryker. Michael, thanks so much for being here and being a guest on Spartan Insights. Thank you, Merrill. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, talk with you today. Great. All right, let's get into it. I got into research by accident. A lot of uh, industry contacts that I have were the same. How did you end up in, in the research industry? Yeah, great question. So I was a student uh, in undergrad business school at Michigan State. Uh, in 2014, I was looking at my uh, career perspectives and, you know, as I was getting closer to graduation, and I had actually had Professor Spring as a professor for one of my undergraduate classes, uh, and he, you know, presented towards the end of the semester on uh, the value of research and of the market research industry as a whole. Uh, and then presented on uh, the program, uh, the market research program. Um, so I took that information and, and really, uh, you know, looked at some of the options that I had for, for starting my career and decided that uh, the MSMR program was, uh, was right for me. That's great. That's a nice story. Let's discuss it. So there you are. You graduate from the program a number of years ago, I think five plus years ago, right? Yeah, that's correct. It okay. would have been December 2015. So, yeah. Yep, there you go. All right. So, can you discuss your career since you, uh, since you graduated and the positions you've had. Yeah. So, while I was in the program still, and one of the great things about the program is you get real-world experience pretty much right away. So, I started with General Motors in, in the co-op program. So, it was still partially educational from summertime classes online. And then I was uh, working full-time for General Motors. So my internship with them ran from May through the end of the year. Uh, and I worked in their, uh, both in their brand department and in their um, product department. So I was either sitting half the time in, in the Warren Tech Center or, or downtown uh, at the Rensen. Had some great experiences through that time. Was able to uh, conduct a lot of clinical studies. Actually traveled down to Texas to do some in-depth interviews with heavy users of Silverado drivers to actually develop some some pretty cool uh, new technologies. I was actually, I don't know if you've seen the any of those commercials with the, the new tailgate from the, the GMC, but we were actually uh, part of setting up the surveys and the studies that resulted in that new product, product line extension. So that was some really great experiences there. And then transition from more of the products to looking more at the brand side of things. So really focused on the the website design, how we presented ourselves to our customers, looked at a lot of things like click-through rate, the ability for a prospective customer to come onto GM's website and go all the way through consideration and then purchase on a dealership website. So we did a lot of work with that. Came back and then presented my, uh, my final thesis to the MSMR group. So we had a panel. That end of the year project was really focused on uh, a project called Mavens, which was GM's foray into uh, ride-sharing services. So really focused on larger cities like San Francisco and New York, finding the ability for Cadillac brand to be represented in a ride-sharing type service. So that was, you know, the big portion of time that I had directly related to a, a research role. And then from there, I uh, graduated from the program and was looking to get into, you know, a full-time position. Was actually offered a full-time position at General Motors, but 
decided to switch gears a little bit into uh, more of a broader marketing role uh, with a company called Steelcase in Grand Rapids. That's where my first full-time job took me. That's interesting. So let's talk about that for a second. Obviously, you've got a you've got a great research background. How has that helped you with your current position? In other words, I know it's it's clearly it's a brand manager position, but how has research helped you with that? Yeah, great question. So you know, after I went to to Steelcase for my first full time role, I I worked there for three years, and and now I'm at Stryker. I've been here for about a year. Uh, and, and as you said, I uh, brand manager role for the chess wall division. So research has given me a ton of skill sets that I otherwise would not have had. So just from, for a little bit of background, I, I always knew that I wanted to get into uh, more of a brand management type of a career as I moved forward. But I, I realized I was lacking some of the skills necessary for me to be successful in that area. Some of the job perspectives from undergrad that I w- would have come out with originally, you know, would have been more along the sales type of roles. And I was really looking to get into, you know, more of a, a full, a full sale mark, a full time marketing type role. And what I found really intriguing about research was what it provided. So the analytical skills to be successful. And when you look at a market, you know, my role that I'm looking at right now, we're entering a brand new space. So you really have to understand the market, understand the, the customer in that space and understand how you're going to set your go to market strategy. And without research and the skills that I gained from the MSMR program, I I would not have been able to be successful in this role. And I assume at your current company, there are a bunch of pure researchers there, right? Absolutely. Yes. So my counterpart who's in our marketing analytics role, we are constant in stride with when we're going to launch products and we we talk back and forth on, you know, best way to to create a survey design, best way to set up any in-depth interviews that we need to do. Obviously, our our big customers are surgeons. So those are the populations that we're looking at. But yeah, there's a a whole department of, of market research roles at Stryker. That's great. So let's let's speed down the path. 10, 15 years. Is your ultimate goal to be CMO? I mean, are you looking at like a chief marketing officer position that would really get you jazzed up of a, of a Fortune 500 company? Is that the goal that where you're headed or you, you're TBD? Yeah, I would say that's where my, my mindset is and my track right now. You know, I think to lead a Fortune 500 company and set the direction overall for, from a, a striker, you know, Inc., perspective does get me very jazzed up. Those are the type of goals that I have in mind for now. And obviously much more experience to be gathered from that standpoint. You know, when I look to my future, I think there, there's tremendous opportunity down that path. That's great. So from a, a keeping sharp in the industry, right? So to understand what are the new marketing trends, understand what's going on in the competitive landscape. Do you have certain whether it's newsletters that you get sent to you daily, weekly, monthly? Is there sites that you go? Are you reading eMarketer? Are you reading Mashables? You know, is it yes to everything I just said Yeah, that you can yeah, share? I think there's a, yeah, a broad range of, of sources. So everything that you mentioned, I mean, I, I, I kind of go a little old school with working down the um, Wall Street Journal track. They actually have a CMO weekly newsletter that I get. That's where I, I try to get a lot of my information from. Uh, but I also would say that I leverage specifically from the, the research side of things, I leverage the alumni network that that MSMR has provided. So I made some great friends and acquaintances as well through my time uh, in the program that, you know, when I have specific research questions or just overall marketing questions in general, I know I can go to them to, to get those answers because, you know, we have 
several of my my classmates that are still on the supplier side so I can get some of those details and then on uh, the in-house side as well I have a lot of uh, colleagues as that so I'd say you know those publications you mentioned Wall Street Journal and then just really leveraging the network as well right so let's follow up on that for a second because my but my sense is you really try to be connected to a lot of people and you try to network with a fair amount of people. I, I would imagine whether it's through LinkedIn or just you know emails or texting or even some calls the old-fashioned way. Can you give some advice to the students who will be listening to this podcast about how important it is, how you do that, how you get that to be a critical part of your day each and every day? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I would say just knowing that this program, one of the, the major things besides the skills and the techniques that you'll learn throughout throughout your time, whether you're in the, the full-time program or the part-time program, you know, is really just the community of researchers that have been put together. You know, I would also say the faculty, my discussions with them, you know, having uh, Professor Brereton, who, you know, was in the industry for over 25 or 30 years, having him on, on your phone and, you know, it's great because he'll pick up the phone no matter what. Um, and is willing to to jump in and answer any questions. I think that the uh, the platform that you choose is is really dependent upon your schedule, your preferences, and and the the person that you're trying to contact. I've found the most successful to to be that kind of old school route with either a phone call or um, you know texting. It's a very formal, personal way to kind of reach out. And then if you're kind of just looking to meet somebody for the first time or have heard you know one of your colleagues talk about somebody in the industry. I think LinkedIn is a great professional platform that I've had success with as well. That's great. Do you guys get together with your class? I mean, have you had reunions, Michael, since you've graduated? Yeah, informally, you know, nothing specific that we, you know, we set up. We try to have at least, you know, one time in the fall where we'll do a tailgate together with uh, a lot of the local folks. So we have a, a pretty strong network of of graduates that are in either the uh, the Metro Detroit area and in West Michigan here as well, and then some others in Chicago that try to make it in. So, you know, of the class that we had, roughly 35 or so, I, I'd say, you know, pretty frequent, at least annual or even a couple times a year where 10 or so of us are getting together. That's great. Any any favorite, I know you mentioned Dr. Spring a few times, any any favorite Dr. Spring story or takeaway that you can uh, that you can share today? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Dr. Spring, I think, was always, um, you know, his, his class consumer insights, I think, was extremely intriguing because it really brought uh, psychology of how people think and how they look at buying and purchasing behaviors. So that class in general, I just think really put it, you know, what marketing research is into a whole different perspective. It showcased that the psychology of how people look at uh, buying behaviors is really vital and it's, it's really at the basis of what we do. And before I had taken, you know, been in the program, I never really thought of it that way. So him, you know, being able to articulate it like that was, was really a game changer for me. And then I'd also say um, Professor Brereton and just his real-world experience, both on a supplier side and an in-house side, you know, just extremely valuable. And, he, you know, bringing those, those lessons of the, the everyday life of, of what a researcher can be and the value it can provide to an organization was, was just was great to, to be a part of. Right. No, that's amazing. If I had to guess, you do a lot of self-reflection. Is that, would, you, would you say that's accurate? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think yeah. throughout 
you know, when you're in your career and relatively young in mine, I think I try to take a look, you know, especially at the end of each year to say, you know, where am I, where are we going and, you know, what type of things are going to get me excited as we, as we move into the next year. And yeah, that's what I thought. So the reason I ask you that is you don't realize it, but Jessica and myself, we we're granting wishes and our wish today, Michael, is for you, you get a do-over. Since I, I have a feeling you've, you know, evaluated your career, some of the things that you've done, is there something you would have done a little bit different anywhere, whether it's, I don't know, at the program, one of your jobs that you mentioned, that you would have zigged when you zagged? Anything come to mind? You know, at this point, I, I you know, I've looked at, at where I've gotten, and I'm happy with where, where I'm at and uh, the decisions that kind of led me to this point. Uh, now, is there, you know, small changes to be made throughout? Probably. You know, at this point, I, you know, I look at it and, and I'm, like I said, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. And, and the MSMR program is, is a huge part of that. That's great. So, you know, all the students are going to be listening. Let's build a list of as many things as we can. Just some of your, Michael's best practices. What would you like to leave um, the incoming class with? What advice, just some things that really can help them through the process and they start to navigate through their career? What would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, I would say that, you know, really look at your education with MSMR as a springboard. I wouldn't compartmentalize it because there's things that I think as, you know, as a student, when you go through an undergrad type program, you know, there's certain courses or certain things you've learned that you may say, oh, you know, I, I learned that and now, you know, I'm going to leave it there. I took the test and I moved on. You know, there's real tangible skills to be learned uh, in, in this program that you can refer to and go back to during the course of your career. That, that, that's the first thing. And then the second okay. thing, which we've touched on already, is um, just don't don't lose that network. This is a, is a high-level program, right, the best in the nation for an MSMR program. So that, that carries a lot of weight when you're looking for career perspectives, when you're looking to, uh, to network outside of, of either your specific industry, if you want to change careers, if you're looking to just continue to build that network, I would just say continue to leverage the program that has been built, your classmates, the alumni before you, and especially the professors. I think cultivating a relationship with the, with the professors is definitely a must. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, there's a funny story. I'm really quick with math, and the reason is my second grade teacher was a woman named Mrs. Hartwell, and I grew up in Framingham, Massachusetts. And the reason that I'm quick in math is, is this exact example that she did in this game we used to play in second grade called Around the World. So we would have flashcards and four, four times nine would show up and the two people who were at their desk would stand up and the first one to say 36 would go on, right? And then they'd, mm -hmm. they'd be challenged by the next person. And the first two people that got back to your desk got a cupcake. So in other words, you have to go around the room around the world. And I always sure. had a sweet tooth. Thanks, mom. And um, <laughs> I always had to win that because I wanted I wanted the cupcake. So it's it's funny, and I think it's really impressive that you you have this appreciation, love, support, guidance from the professors. Too many young people, Michael, they graduate and they don't have that appreciation from this. So I really commend you for saying that and believing that. That's that's really really great. Michael, any last-minute comments you want to say before we end today's session? 
I really appreciate you having me on, you know, to talk about the program. It's, it's done so much for me, my career. And the last piece of advice is just to use the program and all that it offers. So from the professors all the way through the alumni to the board, everyone's there to really help you and to, to see you grow. And I, I would say the, the biggest thing that I took away is that there really was a, a family feel. You know, we, uh, we called ourselves at the end of the program FAM, you know, short for family. So that is really true. And I would just say to, to continue to embrace that. Oh, that's well said. Thanks, Michael. I, I can't thank you enough for your time today on Spartan Insights. My name is Merrill Dubrow, and thanks for listening.